don't know where to start with creating a story-based Facebook ad, this is the episode for you. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method and bring you a masterclass, might be in email or SEO or Facebook ads. And each week I interview a different marketing method expert on a different area to explore the latest advice on making it all work for you. This month, we are all about Facebook ads, and we're focusing in on the big step change that's happening right now in Facebook ads, which is that you need to put more effort into your creative, the copy, the image, the video, the message, than into your targeting if you want to maximize your success this year. Last episode, we talked empathy, and this time, we're exploring that most tricky of Facebook ad strategies, the founder's story ad. Oh yes, we're going into why you should do it, how to do it, tips and tricks to make it better, and then how to expand its success further down the line. We're going to meet today's expert in a moment, but before we do, please do check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online Online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Facebook ads expert Colby Flood. Colby is the founder of Facebook ads agency Brighter Click, who regularly 2x and 3x their clients' Facebook ad revenues. They're managing over 20 million in ad spend and have managed over 75 happy clients. He's also recently been invited to join the Forbes Business Council and become an entrepreneur.com leadership network advisor. Hello, Colby. Hey, Chloe. Thanks for having me. It's brilliant to have you here and um, congrats on those recent accolades. That's quite something. I appreciate it. I was, I was pretty happy to see it myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I actually, I saw your post on LinkedIn about it. It was like, oh, how do I do that? And they're like, no, Chloe, you don't need to do that. <laughs> not an important part of your business plan. Stop being jealous. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, huge, huge congrats. Well done. I appreciate um, it. I obviously I would like to find out how you did it, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about um, Facebook ads. So let's start off with how did you get into Facebook ads? What led you to create your agency? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, it starts with our core value, which was education first. I uh, was freelance marketing for a while. I was doing a little bit of everything: email marketing, website design. Um, I don't know if you freelanced before, but I fell in that trap of trying to do it all. And really started taking to um, Facebook ads for e-commerce companies. Stuck with that for a while, continued to just drill in and uh, educate myself on that. And fast forward to um, 2020, December 2020, we started scaling the agency and started hiring. And in 2021, we grew 300% and here we are now. Wow, that's impressive. And some impressive numbers as well, clearly. And I've I've read your customer testimonials and they love what you're doing. So um, so I guess thank you for sparing the time with all that you're up to um, to come on and talk to us. I appreciate you having me. I'm looking forward to it. So we are talking 
in this episode about that nutty, annoying, difficult, but can be incredibly powerful Facebook ad format, the founder story, the product story, which people like me (laughs) go around telling everyone they should be doing, but often fail to actually explain how. And I know from my years in this industry and how awful many people's About Us pages are, how much people struggle with telling this story and especially to get it in a format good enough to put in an ad. So first off, why should we take ourselves through the process of creating the founder story? That's such a good question. What I'll say is I know it's difficult. Even like, so I myself, I tell people they need to do it. I tell clients they need to do it. I have a hard time doing it for myself and for my business. Um, It's very important because it adds uh, the human aspect to your business. And especially with the younger generation that's coming up right now, we're seeing that they really like to focus on brand mission and the purpose behind their purchase. And having a well-crafted, honest, uh, and accurate founder story can tie in your brand and the mission behind it to the viewer and create that relatability that really gives them a purpose to purchase with your business. So it's a huge driver for putting a face to the name, I'll say, and and making uh, your business more than just a product or a service. Because that's, it's exactly what all the surveys, all the research and all the, where the money's going these days is. Yeah. Consumers want to connect with your brand. Yeah. And if you're not telling them who you are, it makes them really, really hard to connect. Um, so I, I guess where where does this fit in the purchase journey? Because I, I could make a good case for it being at the beginning of the funnel, you know, a lovely brand awareness video where we, you know, we we capture the video views and turn it into an audience and then sell later down the line. I could make a case for it being the last one before purchase. I could make a case for it being post-purchase. So where where are you finding it works well for your clients? Yeah, so we really do find that it works top of funnel and middle of funnel very well. And if we're looking at top of funnel, very focused on the actual founder, the actual business story, the reason they form their business, the mission behind their brand. And if we look at it middle of funnel, you can take that brand story, you can take that founder story and even tie it into the testimonial or the UGC creative that you're pushing out on middle of funnel as well. So generally top, middle of funnel, and then bottom of funnel, that's where we're pushing purchase. That's where we're pushing the value or the uh, offer that they have. So we definitely need different ad formats for the different stages. So we kind of, we go deep on story, top of funnel, then middle of funnel. How how do you bring UGC into a founder story? I mean, I, I was thinking... I, I love the idea of the founder story plus the UGC because those are two hugely powerful ad formats. But how on earth do you do you get those combined? So it's kind of outside of the box, if you will. You're not a, the the UGC. The testimonial is not saying Colby Flood at BrighterClick did this from it, it, it can, but generally it's focused on like what is the purpose behind the messaging with your founder story? Is it your brand mission? Are you really focused on one specific part of your business? And then you can find testimonials that cover that as well. So if somebody saw your brand mission or your founder story top of funnel, and then they're getting hit with that middle of funnel UGC, it kind of third party validates or resonates with that messaging they saw top of funnel and just continues that journey for them. So um, outside of the box a little bit, uh, but it definitely does work from what we've seen. Oh, cool. So it's not a, here's the founder story. Uh, I give these water bottles five stars testimonial. It's here's the founder story. Here's a customer reflecting the founder's story back and going, if the founder says, I love dogs, the customer is saying, I love the fact they love dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Oh, very clever. I like that. So, so soft UGC, 
which is really, you know, always really cool when they get the brand, not just love the product. And then that founder story. Very cool. And then the, the top of funnel ad is pure story. Most of the times that's what we found works. Yeah. So it can depend on the product and the founder story, of course, but generally we find static image posts. One of the businesses that we've worked with is a sustainability brand in Australia. And one of their top performing creatives, top of funnel was a photo that just looked like a normal Facebook photo of them sitting on a top of boxes or sitting on a stack of boxes, holding their product. You couldn't really even see the product. And it told their founder story five, seven, $8 CPAs driving sales. Amazing creative that was driving sales. And it was just focused on their founder story and their mission behind it. Well, wow, so not even a video. Videos are good, but images work just as well. Yeah. So you would take that kind of that, not that hugely photo shoot derived image of them, just a real image of the founder and then put their, their story in the copy. So the copy is quite important in these two. Yeah, the copy is important. And, you know, well done photo shoots work. Um, they're great, but organic or organic looking creative works very well on social media as well. People, It looks native to social media. So we do find that that works. One thing I will say about the photo part with the founder story is it can depend on how impactful your brand mission is, right? This one in specific that I'm talking about, they're taking uh, the byproduct of potato chip production, that waste and turning it into uh, cling wrap to reduce plastic in the world, right? So they have a huge brand mission behind them. Video definitely does work as well. And, you know, one thing, founder story is not just you creating your founder story or just creating your video. It can be PR as well. If you're doing um, a news interview on channel 10, channel 11, they come out to your location, they're interviewing you. We found that those types of creatives perform very well also. So don't don't limit your thinking. Uh, this is to the listeners, of course. Don't limit your thinking to, um, I need to create this. I need to tell this story. You can, but you can also package it in other ways like PR. Oh, I, I love that idea. So you, if you've got someone coming to interview you for PR, you record it, take photos of it and use it as a, a kind of an updated founder story advert. Yeah. When, I mean, one little trick that we found is not even recording them coming. Just we took the actual recording from Channel 10, uh, the news anchor in the station, and then them actually at the facility recording and just had a two minute splice of that unedited. And it was super viral, hundreds of comments, hundreds of likes, hundreds of shares, and it drove purchases too. But it focused on the brand mission and the founder story, which was perfect for what we were trying to do. And I guess with that added, a bit like when you've combined it with the UGC, you've got the added authority of this was on the telly. (laughs) Exactly. Which counts, doesn't it? It's like, wow, that was on the telly. It's like Forbes Business Council. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the magazine. (laughs) Very, very cool. And do these work for every type of business or is there a type of business where they don't? Because I, I know I know what retailers and brands are like and a lot a lot of the older ones who are the ones who need to do this more than the younger ones are the ones who are going, nobody cares about me. I will find any excuse I can to justify not doing this. So are, are there any types of businesses that, that can have a get out of jail free card on this? Or do you think there's a role in role for every business with this type of post? That's a good question. Um, You know, people like to buy from people. So at the end of the day, I think that every business could find a way, shape or form to use this concept to help grow their business. I don't think that any business should limit themselves just because they're a 
a CPA or a lawyer and they think people just want my service, right? People like to buy from other people and people like to know who you are. So I, I would definitely say it would be valuable to any type of business. There you go, guys. No get out of jail free card whatsoever. Um, so for the for the the resistant founder, you know, if you've got someone who's, we've got the marketing manager listening to us who's going, yes, we need this. The story's so good, but they cannot get the founder to agree to do anything around this. How can, I mean, you, you've given us the creative idea of using the, you know, the TV news slot. Are there any other creative ways of getting this out of the resistant founder? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, ways and forms of actually building out the creative, I would say, have them write down why they founded the business and, and look for um, what excites them about the business, right? Why did they start this business? Hopefully they enjoy the business. Hopefully they enjoy what they do and they started it for a reason other than just financial capital. Get them to really put that into writing, put that either down on paper or just speak it out, video record it, and then have an awesome copywriter, have an awesome content creator, really focus on creating some copy for that and push on what gets them excited about the business because that is the founder's story and work on building out some creative. I mean, you can do a very simple photo shoot. If you have a product, have them holding the product, have them moving around with the product. It does not have to be too complex um, to start, get it out there, get it going. And when you start seeing results, which you will, that's when you can really start building out some additional things. I know ideals will start sparking when you start seeing sales coming in based on that content. That is always the way to persuade a reluctant founder is to show them the money. Yeah. <laughs> Go off the data. At the end of the day, look, we found this dodgy photo of you on the internet. We put it together. <laughs> I wrote the story and it's converting as our best campaign. Will you please put some effort into this? <laughs> we've, we've all been there. So presumably you can also replicate this idea with other key members of the team or key elements. If the, you, know, you said earlier that the power of this is, is for the mission. So if you are hugely into sustainability or hugely into charity or hugely into I know, getting plastic out the oceans or whatever it might be, or hugely into an active lifestyle, if you've got one of your team who kind of spearheads that, you could replicate this with them as well. Would that be worth doing? A hundred percent. If you have a good, um, there's a book I'm reading right now that just came out called The Culture Playbook. And if you have a good culture within your business and you're really focused on building out an uh, awesome team, that is very much realistic. It does not have to be just based on the founder themselves. It can be from any team member as well, because it is a, it turns into a brand story more so than just the person as the founder story. Excellent. And Colby, obviously you do a lot of these more than I, a lot more of these than I do. I do virtually none. Um, so what other tips would you give anyone who, who listening to this is going, right, this week we are going to nail that founder story ad and get it out there? The first thing I would do is say, make sure you set up your tracking properly so that you can show that it's working, right? Um, we use naming conventions in our ads so that we can see which creative, which copy is performing. We use a tool and not affiliated at all, but we use a tool called Supermetrics to properly see our tracking that way. Make sure you set up your tracking so that you can see that. The second thing I would do is break your founder story down, if you will. So you can have multiple angles or multiple positions with the story that you're doing and work to put those into separate pieces of copy and test to see which part of that performs the best and then potentially combine them into one piece of copy and see that way you're testing with a purpose with it, right? And then from there, you can go into pushing towards that direction. So for example, sustainability brand, 
if you're doing their founder story, it could be their former career that showed them the problem that they're trying to face. It could be the data or the stats that validate what they're trying to do, right? The backup of plastic and landfills and things like that. It could be what they're looking to do going forward. It could be a couple of different things, right? So you can test those out in individual ads and then also combine them as well. I love the fact you've you've brought that up because I think it, it's so often one of those barriers that people come up against. They go, right, we've done the founder, the founder story. And it's like, no, actually, if you think about it, the founder story has about 20 different facets, probably five of which are worthy of being marketed at the moment and which others may become relevant in 12 months time. So breaking it down gives you so much more to play with, so much more to test, to find the perfect message for each point point of the funnel. So I'm I'm so pleased you mentioned that because I think it's often with with any whenever we're describing our own business, we always hit that kind of wall of I can't describe myself. I can't do this. So you you reach that wall and then you reach the wall of I've put it all into a hundred words. <laughs> and it's like, well, there's at least 10 ideas in there that should be about a thousand words each. So yeah. yeah. And you know, one thing I can do really quick, if you don't mind, is just give you my example of my business and show you how Founder Story can change. So BrighterClick is a paid social agency. Our core value is education first. We like to focus on providing our team members with education. We like to focus on providing our clients with education-focused communication. And our goal in the future is to build out free universities for education. Okay, that's our purpose, right? That's no founder story. You hear that, you go, oh, okay, are they going to get me results? Like, okay, that sounds <laughs> great, right? The founder story is fast or rewind back to um, 2015. I was 21 years old. I was uh, coming to the end of a very dark point in my life. I'd been battling addiction since I was 16 and I had gone into rehab. I get out of rehab in um, January, 2016. And I'm 21 years old. I did not know where I was in life. I didn't know what I was going to do. I dropped out of college. I had no college degree. And I saw all the people around me graduating and getting started with their life. I did not know where I was going to go, right? So I started working 80-hour weeks in retail, realized I did not like it, and did what I knew best, which was educating myself. I started purchasing books off of Amazon. I started finding courses on YouTube. I started looking for educational courses paid and free. While I didn't have the best situation for the first year out of rehab, I slept on someone's sofa reading these books with no personal space and then finally got my own apartment. I still had a good enough situation to be able to afford those books, to be able to afford those resources. Fast forward to where I am now, I've been able to educate myself to start growing a business. We grew 300% last year, started to hire out team members and now our core focus is educating our team. We ask that every team member take a paid or free course every quarter provided by BrighterClick. We focus on educating our clients so that we can help them with their entire business. And our mission in the future is to be able to create educational universities on everything that we do and put that out into the world for free for people who are at that second turning point. They're leaving the military. They not sure where they're at, getting out of divorce, getting laid off from their job. They're in a third world country and can't afford it. That's our mission. And that's what we're pushing towards. So which one, which one resonated with you a little bit more, right? I'm going to leave that as a question for the audience because <laughs> my mind is now just whirring because <laughs> there's, there are like, so there's so many different angles from that that could be spun off into a LinkedIn post, a Twitter thread, a podcast episode, as well as 
Facebook ads. And until you test, you have no idea which one is going to resonate with the audience. And often it's, you know, I even find with my own LinkedIn ad posting, which is, I don't get into founder story, story there, maybe I should. But, you know, it amazes me which which posts go viral and which ones don't. And if you're not constantly testing and challenging, you don't know the answer. But um, I'm getting I'm getting overly enthusiastic about optimization. So, <laughs> Colby, those are excellent advice. I hope I hope you've uh, you've helped inspire uh, a lot of our audience to give the founders' story ad a go, and also to improve and test more founder story ads if they've already started with one. But right now, we're going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the whole wide world of Facebook ads. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online Online store and tech stack. Request a demo at clavio.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Colby, so far we've gone deep into that founder story ad. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of Facebook ads. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with Facebook ads, which of course includes the founder story ad. So Colby, are you ready for these? I am. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? You need to go into Facebook ads. You need to go into any channel, but Facebook ads, especially with a purpose, right? What specific part of your business are you trying to grow? Are you looking for purchases? Are you looking for brand awareness? What specific collection or products are you really trying to push? And what audience are you trying to reach? We've learned here recently that going broad with audiences can work and really focusing on driving on your creative and your copy. So there's an analogy that I heard, which is, When you're doing an ad in the Super Bowl, you don't just spend $5 on that ad and throw it up and hope it works. You spend 20 to 30% of your entire marketing budget on that, right? You should really be focused on building out proper creative, building out proper copy and pushing that out into the Facebook ethos. I love that advice because with the economy we're going into at the moment, you need to be spending in the right places and putting the effort behind the spending. And Facebook ads are not a box to tick on your marketing plan. None of your marketing methods are just a box to dig on your marketing plan. Anyway, before I get ranty on that subject, uh, which mm-hmm. apparently that's what I'm like today, uh, question number two, Colby, um, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? Yeah, that's a good question. So we really like to look at focusing on the creative. Like I said, with iOS 14.5, we've seen that broad audience targeting can perform better. So we're not constantly testing, testing, testing new ad sets for new audiences, really focused on finding the purpose behind what is working and drilling in on creating more of that, right? So find the angle with your messaging, find the the structure with your creative. And once you find something that works, start creating and replicating that specific thing as many times as you can. So you can keep horizontally scaling out your campaigns and, and continue to grow things. 
And that is exactly what this month is focused on, everybody, if you yeah. haven't worked that out so far. Um, and I didn't tell him he had to give that answer. Uh, <laughs> if someone listening wants to learn more about Facebook ads, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm going to give you a very broad answer and say YouTube is going to be your best friend. Um, know how to search things on YouTube. And, you know, Facebook ads is not something you learn at university. It's something you learn by doing and it's something you learn um, from other people that are doing it. So either find things on YouTube or join a mastermind group like uh, Ad Signals or can't remember what Foxbell's group is called, but find a group with other people that are achieving what you want to be doing. And everyone, we will work out what that other Facebook ad group yes. is um, when we finish recording and we'll make sure there's a link to it in the show notes for you all. Okay. So those of you who are going, I need it. I need it now. Don't worry. You will be able to access it at the point where you're hearing this, just not at the point where we're recording it. Um, uh, Colby, that's awesome advice. Thank you. Uh, as you mentioned, just in your answer there, Facebook ads is a constantly changing space. Hence, we have to be learning from our peers all the time. So the last question is our crystal ball question. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months we should be getting ready for? That's a that's a good question. I'll tell you at least what Zuckerberg told us that is coming up, which is their main focuses for this year. Yeah, I never thought I would uh, Hawkeye Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook and, and then tell people about it. But they're focused this year on three main things for paid social, which is the algorithm. And we're hopeful that there's going to be great updates there. They're focused on e-commerce tools. So they're really starting to push Facebook and Instagram shops. We have one client with an AOV of five to $7,000 and Facebook has been offering first time purchasers for Facebook shop, 20% off an item and Facebook covers it. So they're really trying to get people into those shops so that they can keep people on the platform. And then Instagram reels, they're really trying to take back TikTok. It's the same situation when they came out with stories to combat um, Snapchat. So they're really going to be pushing a lot of organic content creators to reels, which opens up a lot of ad space for us on our side as well. So once again, creative. Uh, TikTok is all about creative and Instagram reels is going to be all about creative as well. Excellent insight, um, especially, you know, loving the, loving the Zuckerberg references there. <laughs> uh, he, bizarrely, he doesn't get mentioned very often, despite the fact we spend quite a lot of time each year talking about <laughs> Facebook. Um, okay, Golby, thank you so much for all that insight. It's been brilliant chatting with you. Um, we are very nearly at the end of the show, which means it's time for you to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business, please. So you can find us at brighterclick.com. We have opportunities to connect there. And then you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Look me up, Colby Flood, or email me, colby at brighterclick.com. Easy as that, everyone. Um, Colby, thank you so much for being on the Keep Optimizing podcast today. You've given us a lot of inspiration to take our ads up a level this year. So um, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So there you have it, everybody. No more excuses for not putting together your founder story for your Facebook ads. And quite frankly, your About Us page too. Excellent insight there from Colby. And I loved that example of his own founder story because I challenge you guys to see how many different ads you could come up with from his stories as an exercise to get you ready for creating yours. Those of you who are going, what's the Australian brand he was talking about that does the cool cling film? They are called Great Rap. And we will put a link to them and a link to their Facebook ads in the show notes for you. You can get those 
the full transcript of this episode and all the rest of it at keepoptimizing.com, where you can also sign up for our monthly Q&A webinar because as part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I've invited all our Facebook ad specialists to join us for a live Q&A session. That's going to be your chance to get your questions answered. And I suspect we'll be talking more about what might be coming down the line for Q3 and Q4 in Facebook world. Um, And you will find out all the details of that at keepoptimizing.com. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, then do scroll back up to episode 101, where we focus on empathy in advertising. And Rob shares his blueprint for easily working out which emotions to use. So if you've done your founder story and you've found a whole host of different angles that you could create ads from, if you also do your empathy blueprint, then it will help you work out which ones to start testing first. Please do also tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. So if you can spread the word, you can help me help them. Um, Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.